Welcome to the Airmail Podcast. Airmail is an e-card platform where you can set your thoughts free via email. My name is Mel and I am the owner of Airmail e-cards and the host of this podcast. You will find all of our podcasts to be just as uninhibited as our cards. So pull up a virtual chair and join in. Our panelist, Tamara Arrington, is a lady of many talents. Tamara Arrington is a studier of the stars and has been doing so for almost 10 years. Along with astrology, she is a special education teacher, shiatsu masseuse, and a yoga and dance fitness facilitator. Tamara is also the owner of Multidimensional Manifestations, an online crystal jewelry shop. Tamara studies vibrational therapies, herbalism, traditional Chinese medicine, and utilizes modalities that promote self-healing techniques. Please welcome Tamara to the podcast. Is there any truth to astrology? Have you ever wondered if there is any significance to horoscopes? Do you share similar characteristics with people born around the same time as you? Do you understand what your sun, moon, and rising is? Our panelist, Tamara, has the answers for you. Get ready for a mystical discussion. Let's begin with the basics. What sign starts the zodiac? And what is the significance of that? And then what is the final sign in the zodiac? Okay, well, I'll take you around the zodiac. So um, it starts with Aries, uh, and that's this time of year. Well, actually, it's Taurus now, but this time of year, we start off with Aries, which is the beginning of spring. Um, people who are born during this time, um, they're more prone to like action and uh, they're very impulsive, um, kind of almost childlike when it comes to, um, you know, how they think because they think about initiating right away. Um, the next sign is Taurus and the people who are Taurus, um, they're known as like the bulls. They're a little more stubborn. Um, they like food a lot. They indulge in uh, things that they enjoy like food and it could be negative things like drugs as well or you know, drugs could be considered caffeine or any kind of habit, but they're known to do that. Um, they're usually pretty good with money and managing finances and things like that. Um, after that, we have cancer. Um, they're, they're called the crab. So they are known for kind of being crabby, um, crybabies. A lot of times people call them, but they're very emotional people. Uh, they're ruled by the moon. So they have uh, very deep feelings. And whenever they feel something, they really just want to be heard. Um, next, after cancer, we have Leos. Um, Leos are another fire sign and they're ruled by the sun. So they kind of shine bright like the sun. So most Leos, you'll see them, they're like uh, very, they like shiny, bright things, big things. Um, they have big personalities, they're very charismatic and uh, uh, pre usually pretty good communicators and very creative, almost childlike as well. Um, after that, we have Virgos who are kind of like the opposite of Leos, which is, uh, they're more like down to earth because they're an earth sign. Uh, they uh, 
are usually very organized and clean. They are good planners. They usually make like good managers, uh, leaders, especially um, because they're good at planning and organizing things. Um, sometimes they can come across a little critical, but um, they do have a bigger picture in mind, which is usually for society. Um, next, we have Libras, and I'm a Libra, and they're the only sign that isn't a person or an animal. They're actually the scales, and a lot of Libras need balance in their life, and if they don't have balance in their life, they kind of uh, get a little emotional <laughs> when they're more logical people. Um, they usually think things through, very light, uh, lightheaded. They um, are kind of like tourists a little bit, and they like uh, nice things. Um, they like to indulge too and uh, eat good food and have uh, a lot of materialistic things. After that, we have the Scorpios and Scorpios are the um, scorpion and they can be a little, um, how should I say, like kind of little, like kind of like the cancers, a little crabby, but they have a, another side to them where they could like kind of sting you. They're really, really sweet when you get to know them, but if you cross them and you, then you'll see that scorpion side and they'll sting you and they'll make sure you never forget them. But they're usually good with money as well. Um, they're also known for um, being very sexual and sensual. Um, it's a, the, the deepest water sign. It's like they're very, very emotional. So that's why when you cross them, oh, they're gonna get their revenge. Um, and after Scorpio, we have Sagittarius. Um, that's the last fire sign. So they're a little bit more, you know, grounded. And the Sagittarius are still fiery. Um, a lot of Sagittarius deal with religion. Uh, they also like to travel and they're pretty spontaneous too. Um, they like to go out of the country. Um, and when you make them mad, it takes a while to make them mad, but when you make them mad, they really, really go off. <laughs> so you got to be careful with them. They'll kind of fool you because they seem really lighthearted. Uh, after that, we have Capricorns. So Capricorns are known for like their work ethic. They work really, really hard, but they also play really hard because they're very materialistic and they like nice things. Um, they can be known as very rigid, but they're also very loyal. So when they find a partner, they're very loyal to them. However, they have their um, ways and they tend not to like to deviate from their ways. Um, and then after that, we have Aquarius. Uh, that's the last air sign and they're the water bearer. So um, they're about humanity and about um, you know, taking care of other people and society. Um, sometimes people say they could be kind of detached, but I think that that's kind of like, you know, they're very, they're the most logical sign and they see when foolishness happens and they call it out. So they kind of push themselves away from people and they also don't want to deal with the foolishness. So they kind of stay away from people and people perceive them as kind of, you know, um, loners, but they're really not. They just can't deal with certain things. They're very logical. Uh, and the last sign is Pisces. Um, Pisces, uh, it's like an idea of being close to death, like the end of life. And Pisces are ruled by the um, two fish. So they're kind of like Gemini's, where Gemini is like the two, the two people. Oh, and I'm sorry, I think I miss Gemini's, but I'll go back. Sorry. You did, and I was going to um, call because that's what I am. 
Ah, uh, no, I was like, my son's a Gemini too. So I was like, how could I miss Geminis? But um, but they're like the Geminis and they are kind of like two people, but they're two people with deep emotions. So they're very, very, very emotional people. Um, and they a lot of times um they just want to be heard and they just want to be seen. Um, sometimes they can mimic other people uh to kind of fit in. And also sometimes uh, they could take like advice from other people that um, might not be the best advice, but because they, they're they really good at like fitting in and they're like two different types of people, they can be different types of people emotionally and they fit in really well with other people. Um, and going back to Gemini's, which I can't believe I forgot. Um, so Gemini's are, um, they're, uh, they're again, they're like two people. So they have two different personalities um, and you have to get to know them to know what personality they have. Um, a lot of times I find Gemini's to be like kind of slender. Um, they're very active. Uh, they have a lot of energy um, and they, they're always thinking, thinking, thinking. Their mind is always on the go. And it's like, ah, how do I get my mind to slow down and stop? Um, but every sign is, is great. Like they all have good things and bad things about them. Um, there's no sign that you don't want to be because, you know, everybody has good and bad things about them. Uh, and then it's not just your sign that matters. You also have like your sun, your moon, your rising, Mercury, your Venus. It's so many things that make up who we are. So even if you you know, even though I'm a Libra, I still have a little bit of every sign in in me and traits of it. So um, it's good to know all of the signs because if you know all of the signs, then you know like um, more about yourself when you take a look at your birth chart. Okay, okay, that that was quite a bit of information. Good information. Mm -hmm. So let's let's go back for a minute. So, who are the Earth signs? Who, who are they? Okay, and so Earth, let's break down each one, the earth, the fire, the air and the water, who, you know, who's in what group? Okay, so the earth signs. Um, uh, so let me think. So we have Taurus, um, Virgo and Capricorn. Those are our earth signs. Um, those people are usually, uh, you know, very uh, down to earth. They're um, grounded kind of materialistic. Um, they can be stubborn sometimes because they see the logic in a lot of the things that are going on. So um, they get used to doing things a certain way, and, but they try to do things the best way, have a routine and have a good flow to things. A lot of times the other signs need earth signs because earth signs are more stable and more fixed. But sometimes because they are so stable and fixed, they could be immovable. So you have to take a little bit of the other ones to being an earth sign um, because they're very sensible. Um, next, I would say the water, the water signs. Um, so we have um, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, and they are known for their emotions uh, and the different levels. So like um, Cancer, it's like, it's like a death. So Cancer's up the highest, Scorpio's in the middle, and Pisces is down at the bottom. So it's like, if you imagine swimming, the deeper you go, the more pressure you have. So like the, the more you go into the Zodiac, 
the more emotions the water signs have and the emotions um, can cause pressure. So they have to really make sure they're emotionally balanced because they could be under too much pressure because their emotions be can become overwhelming for them. Um, they're really good at, you know, working with other people and understanding other people's perspective. Um, they're known for like cleansing and, um, you know, just things that water is, is known for. Um, next, the air signs. Air signs are known for their intellect. Um, I always say air signs have their head in the air, in the clouds. A lot of times they don't see what's going on. Um, so, you know, stuff will be happening around them and they, they won't even pay any attention because they're, you know, focused on whatever it is that's important to them. Um, they like to have fun. A lot of times air signs have a lot of energy. Um, and again, it's the same thing with the death. So we have the Gemini, Libra, and then Aquarius. And that to me is like, for, goes from less logical to more logical because you'll see, you'll see like Gemini just, I want to do this, you know, and just jumping to, to do it where Aquarius is like, I want to do this, but I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this to do, then this, this, and this is a factor. So it's just like, it becomes more logical as you get deeper into the Zodiac. And then um, the last one is the fire signs. The fire signs are initiators. So if you imagine like, you know, if you pour gasoline everywhere and you throw a match, that's the fire. Like they are good at, uh, you, know, cre you know, creating action, doing stuff. So um, like that is uh, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. So um, uh, they're very creative. A lot of times uh, fire signs are good with music. Um, they are good content creators. They don't like uh, normal lifestyles where they have routine. So they like to be on the move all the time and their energy is outrageous. Like they can stay up all night and then just crash for a couple hours and then be ready to do it all over again. The, the fire signs have a lot of energy. You know, and I, I find uh, a lot of truth in each category you speak of because I, I know people in each and I think you're pretty much so on target with all of that. Um, so, because we have all of this going on, which groups do you think are more compatible for friendships or relationships? Okay, well, um, I think that there, I would say like there's levels. So you got your fire, which is, you know, they're impulsive, they're initiators. And then you have your, your Libras who are, you know, they're a little impulsive, but they're more logical. Then you have your water signs who are less uh, likely to be impulsive. And then, uh, you know, they're more emotional. And then you have the uh, earth signs that are more fixed and stable and they are uh, much less emotional about things. So like when you look at it like that, you wouldn't think necessarily a fire sign and an earth sign would be great together because you have one very fixed, stable, stubborn person and somebody that wants to move around a lot. So I would say earth and, earth and fire wouldn't be very compatible as far as necessarily being together. But, you know, there are 
things that they could do together where they might help each other. Sometimes you lack the things that the other person has and you need that energy in your life. So maybe I'm working on a project and I'm a fire sign. So maybe I need an earth sign to help stabilize me where I can initiate things and they can maybe make the plans and uh, do the leadership while I do the things in the background. Uh, so you have to think of it like that. There's not really anyone that's specifically compatible for each other, but I would say that air signs seem to, from what I see, go good with fire signs and then uh, earth signs go good with water signs just because of, um, you know, the death, but we're all so many different signs, you know, there's no compatibility chart to me that could say you should or shouldn't be with someone or this will be a good or bad relationship. It just depends on like how mature you are and how well you know how to communicate with other people. So we might be, you know, a stubborn earth sign, but in life we've learned that we're stubborn. So we need to work on that. So maybe at 20, I was extremely stubborn, but as I went along in life, I learned that I need to be less stubborn. So maybe at 31, you know, I mastered that lesson of being more flexible and looking at other people's perspective. And I met, you know, a fire sign and it worked out great. So it's, it's all about learning the good and bad of each thing and mastering the good and the bad and finding people, I always call them your tribe, finding your tribe that works with you, that flows with you, that has the same ideals you have, and you can grow in your legacy or in building something together. Okay. So tell me then, what's the significance um, of each sun, each sign, sun and moon and rising? What does all of that mean? And how does your date of and time of birth factor into defining um, these things for each person. Okay, so um, astrology isn't a religion, it's a science. And what it is, is a bunch of cycles. So the moon and the stars and all that stuff are just going along a cycle and they can be measured. So when it comes to something like your um, rising, so the time you were born, there's a, a, a cycle, a two hour cycle for each sign starting with Aries and going all the way to Pisces. So for instance, my um, rising is Virgo. So I was born at 424 in the morning and that's where uh, the hour starts for Virgo. So that's why I'm a Virgo rising. Um, and this is a really significant part of who you are, the rising sign, because this is how other people perceive you as. So people perceive me as, um, kind of orderly, a good organizer, a good planner. I don't personally think I am, but this is what, what I can see people think about me as well. Uh, maybe that I'm uh, overcritical or criticizing, um, but there are other things in my chart that maybe might make me critical as well, but the rising is how people see you. And then it also okay. has a lot to do with your health. So if they say like, oh, your kidneys will be affected by a vert, you know, because you're a Virgo rising, definitely make sure you're doing things to nurture your kidneys because your rising sign has a lot to do with um, whatever organ or health 
it's connected to an organ or health issue that you might have in the future. Um, and it's also That's connected. interesting. I've never heard that. Oh yeah, everything is connected. Um, like I said, I've been studying Chinese medicine and I've been learning so much about um, astrology as well because astrology connects with the body. Um, where was I at? Um, so that's the rising. Your sun sign is basically the month you were born. So the cycle we have, um, you know, two to two and a half, three-ish months for each cycle uh no, like a month and a half for each cycle of uh, each sign. Yes. So we have about a month and a half for each sign. And that's where our sun sign comes from. So mine is Libra. So I was born October or September. Um, that's basically like how you shine. Like think about the sun. The sun shines outward. So I shine as a Libra. There are personality traits about me as a Libra that um, that show my personality. Um, so like, for instance, Libras, um, you know, they like to, uh, look a certain way. Um, so a lot of times you'll see a Libra and they'll be, they, we have the same kind of organization. Um, we think similar because we're pretty logical people. Um, and we usually put things on the scale to decide, hmm, is this worth me doing or not? So your sun sign is kind of like who you are, who you see yourself as, I am. And then the moon sign is your emotion. So that's your inner being. Um, for instance, my moon sign is cancer. So I'm a crybaby, like on the inside. So I look tough, you know, I'm a tough Virgo to people on the outside, you know, very logical, always thinking, thinking in my head, but on the inside, I feel like I want to cry right now, <laughs> you know, like, and sometimes when I, when I get very passionate about something, like my, I, I sound like I'm going to cry, or I, I, I might cry, you know, because that's, that's my moon sign, my moon sign is coming out, so your moon sign uh, shows you how you handle your emotions, um, so if I was like, a Capricorn moon, my emotions wouldn't be as like, uh, maybe like whiny and cryy as a Capricorn moon. I would probably be more um, restrictive and keep my, my posture and um, maybe not show that I care as much, even if I do care, you know, because that's how a Capricorn moon would hold, you know, show their feelings. So that's pretty much the basics of the uh, rising sun and moon, but you also have planets. So you have your Mercury, your Venus, your Jupiter, all those mean something too. And then you also have your houses, which are like the activities that you engage in. So your signs are who you are and the houses are the things you're doing in, in that, uh, during that time frame. Like, it's like, um, being you know a verb so your sign is the noun and the no your planets are the noun and the um houses are like the verb so i am and i'm doing so it's it's very interesting like once you get to learn it it's just it's so much information but it's just like it's really great and you learn so much about yourself from it well i think that's that's uh, a good explanation because i always sort of wondered what in the world the houses had to do with everything. It just seems like it was a whole nother layer. And I just 
let that go. I didn't understand, but now that makes a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the houses, like think about from when you're born. So when you're born, you're born like uh, Aries, and then you go all throughout your life. The last sign is Pisces. So you're like an old person ready to die as a Pisces. So when you look at the, go through the houses, everyone is a stage of getting older, basically. And the middle sign is um, uh, the seventh house. And that's kind of like where you become an adult. And then you start becoming an adult from there, different stages as an adult from there. And if you look at it like that, it's, it, it kind of makes more sense. And then when you learn like, okay, what does, what does each sign do? What does each planet do? And then you can kind of pair it with the houses because the first house is kind of like Aries. The second house is like Taurus. So they, they kind of, they have a pattern. And once you figure out the pattern, it's the same pattern over and over again. And, and you can understand it. It just takes some time. But it is definitely a science. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you worship the stars or, oh, you, this is a religion. It's not a religion. It's a fact. We can look into the sky and we can see the stars. So because of that, it's a fact. And they have cycles, just like we have a day and a night. We have a year, a month. We have cycles with planets and other stars. We actually rotate around a star, uh, Sirius B. and um, we just basically count those cycles. And it's it's very interesting once you really engage in it and uh, you learn, again, you learn so much about yourself uh, from your birth chart. I wish we could teach the birth chart in school. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is um, seemingly a lot of things that I didn't know pertaining to all of this. And, I, and it is interesting. It, it is quite interesting. Um, so, what things in history were predicted by astrology? Um, so I really, really was thinking about that question. And um, I know I've seen some stuff with like Notre Dame. Um, but I would have to say nothing is predicted because um, everything and everything happens simultaneously. So if I make a choice, there, the choice that the option I could have had has been made in another universe. So there's no, there's no like prediction that can happen, but it can happen in another universe. So like for instance, in 2012, they predicted the Mayan world's ending. Well, somewhere in a universe, it did end, but not in the universe that me and you exist in because of whatever vibration we were on, we continued to move forward in time. So I don't really say that there's any such thing as like predicting the future because every option is already, it, it, it's being created. We are just in the timeline where this option happened, if that makes sense. It does. Well, let me ask you this because I've heard different people who study astrology say we're in uh, Mercury retrograde. Everything mm -hmm. is off with the technology, computers, things just keep happening. Do you believe that that is based on astrology? There's some, you know, something yes. to that? Yes, definitely. Um, so when a planet goes in retrograde, retrograde, it's like it slows down and it looks like 
it's going backwards, but it's not actually going backwards. On this, on this planet, when something goes retrograde, we have different effects. So for Mercury retrograde, you'll see a lot of issues with technology, uh, with traffic. I would say anything with the grid, you'll see problems with that. So you might see like the electric going out, things like that, because it, it causes like chaos with the grid. Um, a lot of times you'll see when Mercury retrogrades, they'll create electrical storms to uh, reignite the electrical grid that powers our um, technology. So uh, I definitely think there's some sense to the retrogrades. Um, I feel the energy myself. I know when I'm driving on the road and it's Mercury retrograde, people are really aggressive. There's more construction. Um, it takes me longer to get to where I need to go. And it seems like when it ends, it's like, oh, finally, it's like everyone's at peace. I can get where I need to go easier. My technology's finally working. The internet's back up. The printer's working, you know. So I personally, um, since I learned about it, I've been observing it. And I'm like, yeah, there is some, some fact to these retrogrades. And I definitely think it is. Okay. I might agree with you on that. And, and then, you know, some people have said that, you know, the pandemic, they knew the pandemic was coming based on, you know, things that have happened in the charts and all, but you're saying you don't quite know if you agree with that. Well, I would say they, they knew something was happening, going to happen, but they didn't know what. So they knew that looking at the, the way the stars were, that something was coming that was going to change the world, but they didn't know specifically what it would be. And what happened was it was COVID. So even now they're predicting like um, some financial problems. Um, and then you see the issues with the banks and the dollar and all this stuff coming about. So um, they also are predicting like um, some, some issues with like, uh, the presidency, not our presidency, but just presidencies in general with politics and um, things like that. So all you can do is kind of wait and watch and figure out what actually happens. Because like I said, everything can happen. You know, it, it just depends on what timeline you're on, what happens. Because I, I heard some people predicting like Joe Biden dying and, you know, he's still here. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he's going to go for a second term, but, you know, just because it's this, you know, thing in the in in the charts that a, a presidential figure could pass away doesn't mean that it's uh, Biden, or it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. It just means that there's a there's an energy for it. It could happen, you know. So if it happens, we were right. We should. There's the energy, you know. So I always say when it comes to astrology um not to take it super serious i mean it's important that you read it and you look into it and especially your birth chart but you have to keep it kind of light because anything could happen you don't really know we're just working with energy and however we take the energy is the product or the consequence of of whatever happens so like I could because you know uh, Mars retrograde makes people more aggressive I could go out uh, and cut somebody off and uh, you know because I'm I'm raging 
And that could change my whole life. You know, maybe I get in a car accident and hurt someone. Um, now my whole life is different. Though That energy was there and I acted on it. But the best thing about astrology is you know ahead of time that there's that energy there. So you don't react to it. So a lot of times I'll be driving. I'm like, oh, it's, it's Mars retrograde. Let me slow down. So somebody cut me off. Let me not get upset because it's Mars retrograde. Oh, oh, my technology is failing. Oh, it's Mercury retrograde. So I know why some things are acting up and I know how to respond a little bit more calmly because I'm aware of what actually is happening and it's the energy that's affecting me and not so much like, uh, you know, Bob in the IT department isn't doing his job. You know, it's the energy. Okay. Well, Tamara, this has been a revealing and enlightening discussion. <laughs> Uh, I know I don't have a grasp on this topic, so I want to ask you, have I missed anything, any information that you want to share in closing? Um, I know I said this a couple of times, and I just want to reiterate, like, this is a science. You know, it's not, uh, it has nothing to do with religion. It's just about learning about the cycles and how they affect you and the planet. Um, and once you do that, you can take more control over yourself and your life and direct your energy where it needs to go. And I definitely suggest that everyone uh, does their birth chart. You need your time, place, and date of birth. Uh, and you can go on a free app and get your birth chart, but it gives you a lot of insight to your character, like at when you were born, God put everything in you, like stop the, stop the universe during that moment to create you and put your characteristics in you to be who you are. So that's why you should look at your birth chart because your characteristics, who you are and who you're meant to be, it's all in there. It literally is all in your birth chart. So if anybody is interested in astrology, go to your birth chart. There are tons of free apps you can go to, take a look at it. It, it just gives you so much insight about yourself. Um, I definitely recommend that everybody does their birth chart. Okay. Thank you. So as this astrological podcast closes, I would like to leave you with a quote by Anne M. Nordhaus Spike. Quote, for all its complexity, however, astrology remains fundamentally simple. It offers a time honored system of symbols that sum up key aspects of human life while providing profound insights and practical guidance, end quote. Please remember that it is important to continually connect with others. Be sure to go to airmail.me and send cards to tell others how you feel about them. Remember to subscribe to airmail.me and become a mailbird you'll be the first to know when new cards arrive. Your mailbird status will also notify you when discounts are available. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook at airmail.me, Instagram, airmail underscore me, and Twitter at airmail underscore me. Don't forget to listen out next month for our next podcast. Airmail is taking flight. Bye for now. <laughs>